Happy early Christmas. Happy early Christmas. Happy belated, uh, happy missed episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got there. I got there. I got there. I was sick. You were, yeah, not good. I was very sick. You were on lean, technically. I was on lean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I told you about that. Yeah. Panic yeah. attack. Yeah. On the scissor. On the Let's hear it. Let's, let's hear about it. <laughs> on the scissor. I think I literally said I got to give up the scissor, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we talked, I think like only a few episodes, we talked about my uh, my night terrors and yeah. that first one I had when I was like 19, 20 and it was, it was brought on by prescription strength cough medicine that had codeine in it and I was always blaming it on the codeine. But this last week, I was pretty sick, um, especially the first weekend and that first weekend I was having NyQuil, DayQuil, Mucinex, like nobody's business. And I had a little rumbly in my tumbly, so I had to go deal with that, which wasn't part of my sickness. It was like a cough, respiratory, it felt like COVID. But I went to go deal with a little rumbly in my tumbly, and something about that event just gave me a full-blown, hyperventilating, cold sweat, to the point of tears, weirdly had to take my clothes off. I don't know if you've ever had one of those panic attacks where you're like, the clothes are not helping. I'm going to remove the clothes. I've never had a panic attack, but I've definitely been to a point where I'm so aggravated. <laughs> definitely different, but go ahead. I get, I've gotten so... That's an anger attack. <laughs> I've gotten so mad about the, how they feel on me yeah. that I rip them off. It's definitely happened. Okay, sure. It's like it's, something is annoying me about it and how it feels on my skin, and I just rip it all off. So, huh. I imagine it's the more PG version of the movie scene where the villain tears at his skin. Uh, okay, interesting. <laughs> so, our both our need for removal of the clothes in yeah. these moments, I think, stem from a similar thing, but they go through the filter of our personalities. <laughs> <laughs> and yours is anger. <laughs> and you need to rip the clothes off of you and mine is like fear and i think taking the clothes off will help <laughs> okay okay got it got it got it got it dude panic attacks are gnarly i wish them upon no one so were you just on the toilet having a panic attack naked i was on the toilet having a panic attack butt naked uh and like my stomach really hurt and then that started to make me like nervous but not nervous just like uh, uh, like that kind of thing i don't know if anybody's ever experienced a panic attack they might know what i'm talking about um and then i needed to like pace around because i was like i could tell that i wasn't calm so i was like i need to calm down and then something about that of like i'm not okay right now elevates it of <laughs> like uh-oh you're freaking out uh so i started pacing around got back into the bathroom took off all my clothes <laughs> um uh sat back down that wasn't helping stood up sat back down Opened the door so I had enough room to fully lay down <laughs> on the bathroom floor, which was gross, but I just needed cold all over my body, uh, like the Jesus. cold tile floor. Um, and then I, I called my fiance up to help. And I was like, hey, I just need you to talk to me. I think I'm having a panic attack and I'm just laying on the bathroom floor butt naked. <laughs> and she's like, OK, whatever you need. I'm here for you. And then eventually it just, I calmed down and it passed and she just kind of sat in the room next to me and she's like, I'm right here if you need me, but like you're butt naked. So I'm going to give you a little bit of privacy. Uh, and then I, I finished what I needed to finish and then I kept just breathing and breathing and breathing. And they say, do that thing of 
notice five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and then just taste whatever's in your mouth. Like, what is that you taste? And just like focusing on like your senses, it like grounds you. And then that kind of snaps you out of it. I got like halfway through that and I was like, this wasn't, this isn't working. So I started freaking out again. <laughs> and then I just Jesus. did deep breaths and counted the breaths until I calmed down. So anyway, I had a panic attack. So I can't, I, I don't think I could do cough syrup anymore because <laughs> a panic attack feels the exact way that night terrors feel. So I kind of linked that oh, in my head. That's gross. Yeah. So imagine being asleep and then waking up in a panic attack <laughs> slash yeah. dream. No, that's, that's exactly what a night terror is. That's that's gross. So anyway, but I'm back now, yes. and I might only cough a couple times. But I'm glad you're episode. back and you're feeling better, just yeah. in time for Christmas for the yep, holiday. Exactly. I'm um, very thankful for that. Yes, and I'm glad that you were able to watch a whole bunch of shows and movies, which, if your texting was accurate, means you watched Invincible. No, because I said Invincible, and you gave me a thumbs up. I think, as in, like. Yeah, I agree. I got to watch that. <laughs> but I don't think I did. <laughs> but I, I did watch a few things. And I can't remember right now what they are. Oh, you're not going to like this. But I watched the newest Fantastic Four movie. Uh, what the, is the newest? The worst rated one on Rotten Tomatoes. The one where um, Miles Teller is Mr. Fantastic. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is the Human Torch. And... Kate Mara is the uh, invisible woman. I've never seen this. Yeah, it kind of, they just kind of, all right, here it is. All right, it's done. Okay, we didn't have to talk about that anymore. Um, it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be, but it was bad. Um, it was weirdly like a uh, like a body horror movie. The director was apparently inspired by Cronenberg. So okay. <laughs> the fact that they like get their powers and then they like they they build this teleporter they travel to another dimension shit goes wrong it's like the other dimension is exploding they come back and then one of them is just perpetually on fire and they're like what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck how is he still alive and then another one tries to the mr fantastic is like his legs are caught under a, like a beam from like the explosion and he like tries to lift it and then he like twists a little and then you just see him crawling towards his friend who looks like he's buried under a pile of rocks but we know he's just turned into the thing uh, and he's like screaming because he doesn't know what's going on he's like help me and his voice is all different because he's a thing so he crawls over to get his friend and then like he's about to pass out and he turns around and looks at his legs and they're still stuck under the metal thing but now it's like 25 feet away and he just freaks out and passes out and then uh they all wake up in these like scientific like hospital bedrooms and he's on like this thing where like all of his arm his limbs are like 20 feet long and he's like they're like strapped into these things and he's like freaking out and doesn't know what to do and then they're all recruited by the military to work uh <laughs> for the military and like do these missions in like afghanistan and stuff like that okay yeah, this then, actually sounds like a not a bad movie. Yeah, and then uh, and then the fifth guy they go with, uh, they had to leave him behind, and he died in that other dimension. And then they need to figure out how to get back to that other dimension because they want to see if they could give more soldiers superpowers. They get there, and <gasps> the guy didn't die. He's Doctor Doom um, because he learned to use the power of the dimension to get all these Who's, these crazy powers. Who plays Doctor Doom? I don't know the actor's name. Um, I'm pretty sure he's British. He was in uh, an episode of Black Mirror. And for anybody who's watched that, it's like the entire history of you, I think it's called, where your pupils record 
your entire life and then you could play them back. Um, he's the main character in that. He played Dr. Doom and he's actually really good. He's very, okay. um, like not charming, but like charismatic. Um, and he was kind of like a, a secluded kind of like 30 year old kind of nerdy guy. Um, and he like always wanted to be alone. Uh, and he wanted his dimension to just be for him. And he didn't want other people to be coming into his dimension. That's why when people came in, he wanted to like stop them and stuff like that. I don't know. It was interesting. It wasn't as bad as I thought. Um, yeah. You're make you're in, you're, I'm getting intrigued by it now. Yeah. I, I think it's worth a watch. And then what happened is I read the reviews and I read what people pointed out as the bad parts. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah, that was pretty dumb, huh? And then I started to like think about it, think about it and break it apart. I'm like, oh shit, this is a bad movie. But it was like an, an enjoyable watch. So that's what I'll yeah. say about it. Before I say about something about a movie I just watched, I do want to say, uh, in reference to when I said invincible question mark, and there was a thumbs up. The thumbs yeah. up was scam. Oh, scam said it. Scam was okay. like, fuck yeah. And okay. then you just ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> okay cool then i'm then i'm safe from lying to you you're in the clear yeah uh, I, I i did mean to watch it i just ran out of time i um i just watched yesterday a movie from way back in the day yeah with morgan freeman and ben affleck and it is the movie some of all fears Ooh, okay have you seen this movie uh no but i've heard about it i've heard good things it is in the vein okay this is very similar to when I asked you if you've watched The Hunt for Red October. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, I heard okay. it's good. Yeah, and I was like, you need to watch it. Okay, um, it's up there. I wouldn't say this is that. Okay, I would say though, there was a um, when I say Jack Ryan, do you know? Does that do you have a spark of something by hearing that name? Yeah, Jack I'm Ryan. thinking like a spy, like a in the in the James Bond category of characters. Jack Ryan is a character from a Tom Clancy series. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which who is basically a CIA analyst. Played by Tom He's, Cruise at one point? No. He is played by Harrison Ford. Oh, okay. In uh Patriot Games, in Clear and Present Danger. Okay. Um and Ben Affleck played this character in uh uh Some of All Fears. Got it. Okay. And then uh, I think Krasinski. Yeah, okay. Played Jack say. Ryan in the Amazon series. Yeah which is like a younger Jack Ryan, I think, or maybe they just redid it. Yep. Um, and basically, Jack Ryan is literally just an analyst. He's just a former Marine who became an analyst for the CIA, and he's just a very smart analyst. Mm. And that's really what all he is. Interesting. Um, but the thing is, is that uh, uh, because he's so smart and he's a really good analyst, he gets dragged into situations because leadership goes, oh, well, you're an expert. He's like, right, but I'm just an analyst. He's like, okay, cool. Well, you need to be get out bo- in the field. Yeah. They're like, well, we need you to be boots on ground as the analyst. And he's like, okay. And then he's in these situations. Um, and that's really all the character is. But some of all fears, do you know what the movie's about? Nope. I won't tell you what it's about. Okay. Um, but it's that character. It's a Jack Ryan. It's a Jack Ryan CIA movie. analyst. It's basically a, uh, if I said some of all fears, and I told you the worst thing that could happen happens Got in that it. movie. You might start to put it together, but that's okay. what that movie's about. Okay. Um, and it's with Ben Affleck, which is super weird because yeah. I'm not used to seeing Ben Affleck play a CIA a, agent, CIA action <laughs> kind yeah. of person. It's it's so that's it's like jarring to see that. Um, but that I watched it last night, and I thought this is a really this is really not that bad of a movie. Is, was it? Is it like known to be bad? 
No, no. It's just, it's one of those action drama. There was a period of time, and I wanted, I wish I knew the exact time frame, but I knew it was when I was younger, of like early 2000s, mm-hmm. early, probably like 2000 to 2004, yep. maybe, of these movies that were very, very dramatic yeah. and heavy, but very mainstream. Yeah. Like Minority Report. Uh, Minority Report, uh, Patriot Games, yeah. uh, Air Force One, yeah. um, Clear and Present Danger, some of those are fears. like 90s. Are they 90s? Yeah. Are they, are they, they Air were Force 90s? One, Fugitive. Those are, those are 90s, maybe like 90s. 80s, but I think 90s. No, no, definitely not 80s. Yeah. Harrison so, Ford had gray hair. So. <laughs> yeah, so 90s. So yeah. it was the 90s. Yeah. Okay, so it's the 90s. My bad. Um, very, very much. Yeah, like mid 90s. Yeah. Like 94 to maybe 90, 98, 99 mm-hmm. of all that. Of like these weird, heavy, post Cold War vibey movies. Yes. Of Russia's trying to do something in Chechnya. Russia's behind trying enemy to do lines. Some, yeah, behind enemy lines. Yeah. Stuff like that. Very, very kind of. Um, even. Um, oh my gosh, I forget the name of that movie. It's a really good movie. It's with Benicio del Toro and um, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, not Sicaro. No, Sicaro. Sicario. No, not Sicario. Tommy Lee Jones isn't in that. And that was also much more recent. Yeah. No, but it's a Benicio del Toro movie with Tommy Lee Jones. And that is an incredibly good action movie. Hmm. And it's one of those, it's one of those movies that's not cheesy mainstream. Yeah. It's not Transformers. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's, it's still obviously main made for entertainment, but it's obviously heavier and darker than yeah. that. And again, there's something about that time frame that I didn't pick up on when I was in that era, but you pick it up by watching these movies. It's so post Cold War. It's always the Russians. It's always yes. uh, it's always terrorists from from the from Eastern Europe. Yep. It's it's we haven't hit the it's not to the Middle East as much. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Since we didn't have a new happened. movie bad guy. <laughs> yeah, and then 2001 happened, and um, then yeah, everything switched to the Middle East being the. There was there's also a, a Hollywood element to that, which is the, uh, the, the which these don't really exist much anymore. But the mid budget action movies. There's usually like the small indie stuff nowadays, and then the fucking Avengers. Um, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. I remember. I remember seeing. Um, you've probably seen this clip with Matt Damon. Mm. Um, from Hot Ones. Have you seen this? Um, maybe. Okay. Maybe that's where I got this. So Matt, theory. <laughs> Matt Damon was. Um, was he did a Hot Ones uh, interview and they asked him just what is your take on the biggest change in the movie industry? Yeah. And he was explaining. Uh, he was saying. So the movie industry is extremely polarized now to exactly what you just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either very passion-driven, small indie films, yeah. or it is the big blockbuster-type movies. And yeah. he said, the biggest difference is that back in the day when we had VHS and DVDs, the studios would actually make a majority of the revenue in security off of those sales. Yeah. So there wasn't a concern if it wasn't a blockbuster hit at the release yeah. in the movie theaters because they knew that they would make it up. Yeah. So you saw riskier movies, you saw different types of movies, yeah. and you saw a wider range of catalog of yep. people playing different parts because they had the ability to risk it because they could always fall back on something. Um, I think he, I think he said Goodwill Hunting. I think maybe it was good. He, he, oh, yeah. He referenced one of his own movies where he was like, it was a flop. Yeah. Like, movie theater-wise, it was 
not successful. But then it went to VHS or it went to DVD. And, a long and all of a sudden, there. by then, because of the way that the life cycle of movies was at the time with that type of technology, it picked up steam mm-hmm. and it got a it got a community behind it. And then it became a cult following. And next thing you knew, the movie theater, the uh, studios were making their money back on the sales. Yeah, yeah. So they weren't that worried about it as much. Mm-hmm. So compare that to now where it's all streaming and you don't really have that behind it. So studios don't take risks. Yeah. And because of that, ideas don't have the ability to uh, to be tried out. Yeah. So everything leans toward a certain style for a certain demographic of of sales. And that's why we have this wide spectrum on it's one side or the Avengers, other. Avengers, Fast and Furious, Mission Impossible, Godzilla yep. versus like Wes Anderson movies. <laughs> yeah, basically. And, yeah. and he was saying that's the biggest difference. That's the yeah. biggest change. And it kind of sucks because I and he referenced movies that he did of just I tried this 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 rollout because I was super interested by the script and I loved that director and I always wanted to work with them and it failed like from a financial standpoint it it, it failed it completely failed but it made enough back that it was okay mm. and from the VHS yep and that was cool um, and now we can't do that anymore interesting yeah right that's kind of it and that's why the like some of all fears clear and present danger they were kind of in those middle yeah and maybe those kind of started to stop selling so like and those were like the mid-budget where it's like it's not crazy expensive but like this is an investment yeah and like these aren't selling as much and then there's also like the mid-budget comedies are going away like those are so rare nowadays like Mm -hmm. stepbrothers anchorman stuff like that like seth rogan's doing a good job of keeping that alive a bit he's still doing some things that um he still does some shows and movies that come out and it's just oh that's actually that's funny yeah um but i see what you're saying like that's not really a thing anymore yeah so there are a few of them. I feel like a lot of them just go straight to streaming now. Like there's a lot of like kind of a big celebrity name and like a comedic role that has kind of a dumb plot. Yeah. And you know, it's just going to be a bunch of cheap gags, but it'll be a fun watch. Yeah. And it's just it's straight to Apple TV or straight to Disney plus or something like that. So speaking of what yeah. was the movie binge besides fantastic four that you were on? Fuck, I knew you were going to ask. Well, you <laughs> were I don't on really remember. Green. I, gotta you gotta watch princess bride when you're sick so i watched that that's my go-to sick movie is that really oh yeah okay i watch that movie every time i'm sick because it's the it's the kid it's the kid sitting in bed and he's sick and his grandfather is reading him a story it's almost like that's my grandfather and he's telling me this story and it's just so quotable and it's just such a nice classic action adventure hero movie i think i've seen it once (gasps) that is a perfect movie that is one uh, firmly on my IMDb 10 out of 10 list. I think a, the sick movie for me is Hunt for Red October. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're what? so different people. <laughs> that or Air Force One. Jesus. <laughs> you know, the one with terrorists. <laughs> Get off my plane. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a hardcore line. <laughs> um, ah, fuck. What else did I watch? With Gary Oldman, too, playing a fucking Russian yeah god what a chameleon actor what a non-stop performer of quality yeah. <laughs> yeah he's gary oldman i i can't think of a bad performance yeah even fifth element where, where people are just thinking that's kind of a goofy role he kills it yeah he crushes it yeah he does oh my god so many uh let me if you could vamp for a moment i'm gonna open up my 
all my streaming apps and look at my recently watched and see if yeah so if those are if people are wondering why i keep harping right now on movies with him it's because in a group chat that we had when he talked about how heavy he was on the lean <laughs> while he was sick he was saying he was he's been binging lots of movies and shows and that's why i a asked him invincible finally because that's been you know quite the quotable and 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 well-received show and he didn't watch it and i'm hoping that there's um something new with the movies that he chose which uh he's looking up right now um (laughs) great vamping (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i mean i could talk about anything else if you want i mean if you want we could talk about speak we have so much to talk about with movies yeah honestly we do i think we could uh no 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 no. keep going keep going hold on come on you watching come on come on i think i watched a harry potter or two Oh, so you watched movies that you've already seen. You didn't watch movies I you haven't seen. I didn't watch new ones. I just don't remember right now what they are, and it's really pissed me off. That lean, man. It's yeah. not good for you. Oh, <gasps> oh. I remember one. Oh, Because uh, I found it. Uh, the Flash. I watched <gasps> 2023's... The new Flash. The Flash. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. It was It was pretty good. It was, it was fun. Pretty good? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Um, there were definitely some dumb parts, but the story was cool was more interesting than i thought it would be okay way more emotional than i thought it would be so that was very refreshing like it's one of the most emotionally driven superhero movies i've seen in a long time do you know what the general story of it is yes goes figures out he could go back in time goes back in time stops his mom from dying and then is trying to go back forward in time and somebody and this part isn't really in the trailers but somebody in the like the time vortex i forget what it's called the speed force i think is what it's called but that's like the realm he goes to to travel through time somebody comes and kicks him out at a specific time um and it happens to be the night he gets his powers and he sees another version of himself from that universe who like hasn't gotten his powers yet and that's why there's two of them in the movie and it's all about those two and he realizes he like completely fucked up the world by making that one little decision um except not really which they explain in the movie which i'll uh, i won't spoil that but then uh, it happens. Uh, he gets his powers apparently right before Zod comes from Man of Steel. Um, and so, like, he helps the other version of himself get his powers. And then fucking Zod shows up. But Zod's looking for Superman. Zod's looking for a super person. Or, or a cow. Crypt- a Kryptonian. Yeah. Uh, who is on Earth. Which, if you've seen the trailers. Have you seen the trailers? Yes. It's not Superman right yeah so that's that's the difference in this universe and they're like fuck superman's not in this universe also what's his name i his name is escaping me the guy who plays zod michael michael shannon so good so good he's another very under the radar but whenever he's in a role he's fucking amazing at it so interesting like he's so mesmerizing to like look at and to hear him speak it's because I think it's because of the, the style of how he chooses to speak. Yeah. And I think that's it. It's kind of like this. And yes, I'm about to say this. It reminds me a lot of uh, of like not exactly, but I, my mind jumps to Daniel Day Lewis. Sure. Where there's a there's a there's a point. There's a there's a purpose to how he's doing it. Yeah. And every aspect of how he's doing it. Yes. I get that vibe with Michael Shannon with how he performs. Yeah. It's like the way, like to your point, the way he talks. Yeah. The way he looks. 
Um, even just how he like will stare at just, something. Like the way his mouth moves when he talks and like the shape of his mouth, which forms his like voice. Like he kind of talks like with his mouth very wide. And that's a horrible impression of him. But like he has this like interesting like timbre in his voice. He also has but, presence. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah. Which He's helps. got like a very intense face. He play. I, he did a fantastic job. I forget the name of the movie. He plays one of the one of the uh, most famous um, assassins. Mm. Hitman. Yep. For the mob. Yeah. And he crushes it and he's terrifying in that yeah. movie. I'm sorry, continue. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but Zod comes. Zod arrives. He's and like, then Flash me. is like, Well, I definitely can't stop Zod, so <laughs> let me get help. Let me find this super person who's apparently not Superman. Spoilers, they find him. And then um the other Flash is like, Man, I mean I mean, I wish Batman was still around. He could probably help. And they're like, Wait, you have a Batman? <laughs> so they go to find Batman, who he's expecting to be Ben Affleck, and then spoilers from the trailers, it's not Ben Affleck. <laughs> it's a different one. Um, and then so Supergirl, Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, and then two versions of the Flash go up against Zod. Um, and then Which it shouldn't be necessary because we saw a Superman take on Zod. So Yeah, but that's Superman. He like punches him through skyscrapers and has to like break his neck. Yeah, but they're still, but like they're still a Kryptonian. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a tough battle for them, and it and it makes sense. Like I bought the fact that it was like, ooh, they're having they're having some trouble. They all need to work together. Um, and just the way the movie wraps up and like the emotional through line and like the emotional bow that's tied on that movie was like really powerful and uh my fiance came down towards like the end of the big fight scene and then when like the end of the movie started happening and when you they realize you as the viewer realize how the movie is going to end and how it's all getting tied up and then like the emotional like finale of it she was like oh my god <laughs> i'm like i know right and like she didn't even see the first two hours of the movie um it was really cool yeah uh, yeah anyway and that reminds me a lot of like midnight gospel where <laughs> it's such a powerful ending, <laughs> yeah. but the first, it's like, well, okay, I get it. I think I get it. And then you kind of, it, it forms itself for you at the ending. Yeah. It's a powerful finish. Damn, that was, that was a smooth, <laughs> smooth segue there. Uh, Which I'm guessing you didn't watch while you were sick. Uh, That's the show you should have watched on Lean. You should have been watching Midnight Gospel. Actually, yeah, kind of. Um and let me see. Oh, I watched a stand-up special. I finally watched uh, John Mulaney's new one, which was very. Oh, funny. it's very good. Very. It's very good. I like when he uh, he speaks to the kid. I forget, <laughs> I forget the kid's name. Yeah, the, He's the, like, oh boy, the eleven-year-old. Yeah, I noticed you, and now I'll notice you all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My favorite bit from that is when he's talking about how he gets jealous of the other kids in his class when they have a family member die. They get to be treated like a king and they get the special chair for story time. And he hoped that one of his grandparents would die during the months of September and May so that he would get that. Oh, my God. I loved uh, I loved him being uh, like being taken into rehab and his whole telling of that. Yeah. Of like... <laughs> And then they've looked into my inside pockets and I went, how do they know? <laughs> and then he's, uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot that I put those there last year. <laughs> going to dinner with a friend from college. Going, going to dinner, dinner with a friend from college. Open the door. What's Seth Meyers doing here? <laughs> <laughs> and every time he told a different story from that intervention, he just name drops another yeah. comedian. He's like, do you know how hard it is to watch Fred Armisen be serious? <laughs> <laughs> so hey, <good>. John. 
I'm really worried about you. Yeah. He does a spot on Fred Armisen. And then uh, getting a call from, from Pete Davidson, who he has saved in his phone as Al Pacino. <laughs> hey, uh, you doing all right? <laughs> nah, man, nobody's going to blame you. Yeah, nobody's going to think it's you. It was very good. I like he like he like really mellowed down. Uh, like from his first three specials, and like well, he, he was, he was, he was always very fun. Yeah, exactly. As and he, he says, mentions that. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm not as jumpy, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I was a little different those days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh man, so good. Yeah, it was. So, yeah. A, it was a very, it was a very good special. I yeah. think it was a very good comeback. I watched that, and um, then the last thing I, <coughs> I watched was. Uh, Monarch Legacy of Monsters, which isn't over yet. Apple TV, right? The Apple TV. It's, I heard yeah, it's good. The Godzilla show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very good. Very different than what I expected. Spoilers, very little monsters in it. It's all about the people and like the repercussions of basically the first Godzilla movie. Um, and then Is that when it a, takes place? Yeah, it's like several months, maybe like a year or two after the first Godzilla so, movie. So Godzilla hasn't uh, redeemed... Uh, no, he's only been around once. Okay, so they didn't see King of Monsters. Yep, nope. That hasn't happened yet. <laughs> um, which is wild to think of, like, if this show were to have a season two after King of Monsters. Because it's all about how San Francisco is a fucking wasteland now. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's literally, like, fenced-off zones. It's, radi- it's it's also radiated, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Because Godzilla's... And it's, ba- it's like Fallout. Yeah. <laughs> there, and, like, they have to, like, sneak in to find stuff. And, like, buildings have holes in them and shit like that. And, like, the streets are broken and you can, like, see into the subway tunnel from the street level um and then in king of monsters like half the fucking world <laughs> yeah it gets shredded <laughs> yeah. oh yeah and then uh godzilla versus kong hong kong is just leveled yeah <laughs> so i could only imagine um but yeah it's it's very human it's all about like the humans and like it follows this one group of people obviously um and they do something that is i've always wanted a show or a movie to do something like this. And I'm so glad they did. But, uh, and I always thought it would be like a sequel to something like a movie that takes place like much in the future. They get somebody else to play, but they have Kurt Russell playing a modern day. He works for Monarch, which is like the, the part, the branch of the U S government that like studies the monsters and stuff like that. Um, modern day in like 2015 or something. And then it cuts back to like the, the late fifties. And he's a big character in that, and he kind of founds Monarch. Uh, oh, so like, back like with the first King Kong, before that, before like King twenty Kong. years yeah, before, before King that, King yeah, Kong. yeah, um, goes way back before that, and he's played by his son Wyatt Russell, who is the like the new Captain America and Falcon and Winter yeah. Soldier. Um, that's Kurt Russell's son. Uh, where w- once you know that, you're like, oh fuck, of course it is. That's so odd. <laughs> that look looks at his face. just like yeah, him. <laughs> look at his face. Yeah, um, exactly. And apparently, they did something really cool, and they were filming every time they would have a Wyatt Russell scene. Kurt Russell would be there, like taking notes and like studying the way he's acting. And then they would do the vice versa. So like every time they were filming Kurt Russell, his son would be there, saying, like, "Oh, he kind of does this thing when he walks." And then they would kind of mirror each other, and it like it really feels like the same character. Like it's just jumping That's back awesome. and forth, and it's not like. In, like, the Ant-Man movies, they do, like, the de-aging when they show, like, um, the young Hank Pym and stuff like that. It's just, like, that is a that is a fully grown adult, and that is a fully grown adult with maybe minimal makeup, but, like, no CGI, and you think they're the same person just through, like, well, it a, helps that they're an insane amount of time. Yeah. That helps, that helps the transition there, I think. Yeah. 
I also didn't know. Uh, I looked up their family tree. Uh, I think Wyatt Russell's mom is Goldie Hawn. And Goldie Hawn also has a daughter named Kate Hudson. <laughs> so really? Wyatt Russell's half-sister is Kate Hudson. Um, yeah. Who, who's Kate Hudson's married to? Oh, um, he, she's married to a guy named Chris Robinson. <laughs> From, really? from the Black Rose, the lead singer of the oh, Black seriously? Rose. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, interesting. Very good show. I think there's one episode left. If it's a six episode show, there's one left. If it's okay. an eight, there's two left. You know how things go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've had five episodes. I have three episodes left of Rick and Morty. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. and it's good with the new voices. I know we kind of talked about it earlier. Yeah, but. the first episode was definitely you could feel it, it. It seemed very forced. It it sounded very forced. It didn't sound as natural. With, like like an impression of Rick no, and Morty. No, 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 no. Um, uh, uh, audio quality wise, it sounded like them. It was what they were saying in the phrasing mm, that sounded off, like the writing almost. Yeah, because they like wrote the episodes, but then Justin always used to do a lot of improv in the yeah. booth. So it didn't have that kind of, and that's the one thing that sticks out this whole season. Mm. When there's a falter, it's not so much the performance of, oh, well, that doesn't sound like Morty. No, it sounds like Morty. It sounds like Morty in terms of the voice. It doesn't sound like Morty in terms of what he would actually be saying. Interesting. In that scene. It's a little bit like, oh, there's too many O's. Mm. (laughs) It's like, ah, that's a little too much for that. I don't think Morty would be that heavy. It's it's written by a fan almost. Yeah. Oh no, Rick. Like, yeah. there's too much of that, and that's not... like first couple episodes, Rick yeah. and Morty. But they've evolved. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 it doesn't feel as genuinely them. If that's what I mean. Yeah. It, I mean, at, at their times, creator isn't part of it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. At so. times. At times. Got it. Um, so yeah, I do so. gotta catch up on that. Like I said downstairs, I think this is season seven. I haven't watched season five, six, or seven. They're good. I just like completely fell off. No, they're good. Yeah. They're good. They're really good. Um, oh gosh, what was I gonna say? Oh my gosh, I was gonna say something about movies. There's another thing about movies. Oh yes, I wanted to mention two things. Actually, you know what? We'll stick with this one because we're kind of already on this. What is your thought? On Jonathan Majors being found guilty and how that impacts the King dynasty. It happened exactly like we theorized it to happen. If he's guilty, he's fired. If he's innocent, he's fine. Yeah. Um, and he's he's guilty and fired. So the, I have already heard that they're calling the the next Avengers movie, they're just going back to calling it Avengers 5 because <laughs> it's a big question mark as to what the subtitle is going to be. I think Kang is gone. I just don't think he's a thing anymore. Um, I don't think you... They've done a lot of ramp up with all the shows and the movies. But it's all been lame. <laughs> like, well, technically... So technically, technically, Ant-Man and Wasp wrapped it up. Kinda, yeah. In theory, you that could... That was The Conqueror. Like You could technically have say that that's the end. And then the post credit scene of All the Kings coming together... We don't know what that could have, what that could lead to, yeah, or what that was really leading to, yeah. Spoilers for Loki season two, real quick. But yep. maybe they'll just be like, "Ah, Loki's got it." <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just he's Loki, keeping them all out. Loki's taking that position, and that's what he controls. Yeah, exactly. Like there was he who remains, who is kind of like a villain, but he's a villain who's keeping out an infinite amount of more villains. Yes. So like 
uh, he we didn't want to kill him, and then Sylvie killed him, and now someone will need to take his place. And then Loki kind of took his place, but in a different way. So it's yeah. kind of like you could kind of write off Kang like that. And honestly, like I think if the Kang dynasty were to happen, Loki would have to come back in and kind of help out or something because he like controls the timelines or something now. Um, but now I think they could just neatly move on to somebody else and they could kind of mention it. And they could say, like, Loki's got it. I think this expedites the X-Men. I think it expedites Fantastic Four. I was I immediately thought like okay they're going straight to doom I bet ah but like we already have with the the Marvels the X Men connection yeah so X Men will be coming but like we still don't even have like an X Men project announced besides the X Men ninety seven cartoon show that's coming to Disney Plus but there's no movie announced we already know there's a Fantastic Four movie and there's already castings for it so I think that'll either hint at Doctor Strange or Doctor Doom. Uh, or just he'll full on be the villain of that one and then he'll be the villain of Avengers 5 and then they'll fucking just go balls out and do uh, what's the one secret wars not secret invasion <laughs> secret wars <laughs> and that's when the internals return Jesus Christ <laughs> I mean probably <laughs> in secret wars is when they come back yeah yeah no I'm yeah, I think you summarized it perfectly I I was I, I was surprised that he was found guilty because technically the I believe the charges were from the city. Interesting. Yeah, because it was like reckless what was it? Reckless harassment or reckless Yeah. Something like that. Uh, it was a term I've never heard before. Yeah, but it was basically from the city of New York. Yeah. It wasn't from his girlfriend. Yeah. His girlfriend was saying she wasn't gonna press charges. Yeah. Which that whole thing, I think we talked about that way when this was like breaking. Yeah. I think we had like a span of like three episodes where we talked about this whole thing. First thing is weird. And we were like, we don't really know what to think of this. It's kind of a he said, she said. But then like he released a bunch of screenshots of text messages between her where she was like, I want that. Let them hurt you. Like I'll stand in front of you. Like <laughs> I'll, I'll protect you. I'll, I'll make this all go away. I'm so sorry. And it's like, ooh, those are all the signs of an abusive relationship. <laughs> and like that kind of thought has never left my mind. So it's like, maybe this is all blown out of proportion, but it looks like something not entirely cool is going on. Yeah. yeah. And then and ended up going that way from the city, which is kind of like, no, <laughs> even if you don't press charges, we know he's fucking up. So we're going to. Yeah, we know, we know something sketch is going on. Yeah, so we're going to we're so going to get him on that, which is I don't I don't want to say a bummer because like I liked watching his work and now he probably won't have work again. <laughs> One of the things that came out that I was thinking, all right, buddy, take it easy, uh, was he was quoted from an incident where they got in a fight. Where he said to his girlfriend, I need you to be more like Michelle Obama because I'm I am I am destined for greatness. Or oh. something like that. And I was thinking, all right, take it easy. Yeah, that's a little unhinged. Yeah, you're not there just yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're not quite at president of the United yeah. States. You're not quite, you know, you're not quite on Denzel's level. I think I think you gotta <laughs> yeah. Work your way. What up an there. odd thing to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. And I yeah. was like, All right, well, I mean, turns out he okay. was not a great guy, but I, I, I career-wise, I, I did think he was on track for Denzel. 
Oh yeah, he like did what he Creed was, three. God, he so did uh, uh, the Heart of the Fall. Yeah, the Heart they of the Fall. They did Loki. He did uh, Ant Man and Wasp. He did. Well, we don't really have to talk about that one. But <laughs> he did. Uh, what was he, that he's movie? He's just been great in he, everything he, I've he seen. He did the in. the movie just kind of came out like I think two months ago. The fighter movie, the uh, fighter pilot movie, World War Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, with the with the guy from Top with Gun Maverick, Glenn. Yeah, that one. Yeah, Glenn. Um, Glenny boy. <laughs> oh, Glenny boy. <laughs> yeah, with Glenny boy. Um, but yeah. I guess uh, I guess I guess farewell to Jonathan Majors. I think he's gonna go the way of the Kevin Spacey, where we'll just never hear about him again, except for maybe himself. <laughs> you, you, like, do you think this this has ended him? Oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. You don't get fired by Disney and then still get work. <laughs> true. Yeah. True. Um. So uh, I think this kind of not works out for Marvel, but works in line with what marvel was already working on of like clearly phase four didn't work yeah we're starting to lose money which is weird and rare for us and it feels scary so we need to pivot and figure something else out um and i think this is their perfect of like okay it's not that we want to pivot now it's that we have to pivot now yeah now we've we've the pressure's on and now we have to perform back to the drawing board the pressure's on we gotta write the ship and i think I this, hope this helps. We'll start to see a, a resurgence of quality. Yeah, um, because I think that's what is losing people is quantity. It's over quantity and under quality. Yeah, um, there's too much stuff and not enough of it is good. Yeah, where we used to have like two or three movies a year and they were all bangers. Speaking of, what are we looking forward to right now on Disney Plus? Show or movie? Good question. Nothing right now, right? Like we have a, a solid amount of time off. I time off, <laughs> right? That's kind of how it feels. But that's uh, how it feels. Marvel release oh. calendar. Every Marvel cinematic movie and show coming. Oh, wow. Oh, Echo. We have the Echo show coming. Which you confirmed already is listed under the, this isn't a good The Marvel, imp- you don't have to pay attention yeah, to this Yeah, this won't one. impact anything serious, so don't worry about it. And then Deadpool 3. Jeez, so that's, that's Deadpool 3. I, th- I bet you Deadpool 3 kicks off the, the Ascension. The X-Men Ascension? No, it kicks off Ascension? the Ascension of things being good again. Sure, yeah. I think they do it with Deadpool. Yep. They said, hey, wipe the slate clean. Deadpool sets the sets the tone. We take it from there. Oh, <laughs> we don't we don't have a break. Starting tomorrow, what an episode comes out every day of What If season two. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. The twenty second, the twenty third, the twenty fourth, the twenty fifth, the twenty sixth, and the twenty seventh. Okay. Um. So that was not a bad show. No, it wasn't. Which I was scoffing at up until I watched it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then like. It was like these kind of cool, quirky episodes. And then when you slowly realize that they're all tying together to a story. Um, and just, I'll just tell you the episode titles for this one. It's kind of, it's going to, it's going to do the same thing. It's doing its own thing. Each episode is doing its own thing again, but it's going to continue the story a little bit. Um, do we know chronologically where it's taking place from? Does it take place directly from season one or take place right after Loki? Does it take place? like when is it I think place? it's different from everything else. That's not what if. I think it's because what if is still, and it's not even but, really after season one. No, but what if is still playing into the multiverse, which has been the biggest criticism right now of everything. Yeah, 
Yeah. Didn't What If kick off the multiverse? It was like the first no, one that talked about. Spider-Man did? No, Spider-Man was after What If. Was it really? I, I've, it's got to be, right? I don't know. But anyway, so many things introduced the multiverse, and none of them talk to each other. <laughs> yeah. Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, uh, Loki, a little bit of WandaVision. Um, a little bit of WandaVision. A lot of WandaVision. Oh, no, no. I'm thinking, really of, I'm thinking of Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so many things. Anyway, uh, Ant-Man. Um, Echo is January 10th. So we we do not get a break. <laughs> and then uh, X-Men 97, which I'm genuinely excited for. That's going to be so fun. Is early 2024. Uh, Deadpool 3 is Jan- July 26th, 2024. That's a long ways away for a movie. Yeah, that's the next movie is July. That's good, though. Yeah. That's a break from the theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Agatha. Which they keep changing the subtitle that's gonna for be, that show. That's going to be in the fall, right? It's going to be fall 24. Yeah, it's going to be a Halloween. Yep. Super smart. Uh, and then Ironheart 2024. That's Ironheart. There's yeah. an Ironheart show? Yeah. That's the the girl from Black Panther 2. The no, college, I know. That's college. why my face is. That's why I said Ironheart yeah. with this face. That's such yeah. an odd character to spend time on. But Yep. Uh wouldn't be shocked if that one gets canceled uh or if that one just gets the echo treatment of like you don't have to i don't know no no because ironheart was pretty pretty integral to the black panther movie i wouldn't say integral i think they it just was threw her in there i mean it was based off of ironheart's technology what was that movie How? that movie was based Again? off of the fact that they were hunting vibranium using ironheart's technology oh yeah yeah, because the the very first part is who made this. Yeah, and they track and it down to, to a college. College, student. yeah. yeah. Um, Daredevil: Born Again, which is uh, twenty twenty four. <sighs> okay, which is a continuation, soft reboot of the Netflix show. Whatever is happening after Hawkeye, you're now talking about like after Hawkeye. We had Hawkeye. Yeah. We have a new Hawkeye, quote unquote. Yeah. They're What's, doing. They're forming the Kid Avengers eventually. Yeah. When are we acknowledging her? <laughs> You're talking about fall 2024 already, <laughs> and we have had no mention of her since. Well, actually, no. She was in Marvels. She was at the very end of the Marvels. Yeah, that's it. And then they're going to form the Kid Avengers, so it's going to be um, Wanda's kids. Uh, they're far too young. They'll 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 age them up a little bit. But it's those are those are two big comic book characters. Um, I forget which one, but one of them is very powerful. Um, Kate Bishop, you'll get uh, Miss Marvel. I forget her name. What's her name? Kamala. Kamala Khan. Uh, maybe Spider Man, but Spider Man's kind of leading the new Avengers. But he does. He nobody knows him. That's true. Oh snap! That could be cool. He yeah, I like that. I'm gonna gonna jot that down in the old in the old brain <laughs> um there are a couple other kids fuck who are they? oh uh ant-man's daughter right yep five cassie cassie, cassie. lang um i don't think um Ironheart. i know Six. she's college age she might be post-college the new black panther shuri mm-hmm. nah she's adult avengers she gets to sit at the adult table okay 
Um, so you're talking about a scenario where Ant-Man, Wasp, Black Panther, Spider-Man don't get involved if there's a conflict that requires six superheroes oh, you to come together. You can't go there. That happens in every Marvel movie. Every what are you talking superhero about? movie. What are you talking about? Fucking Joker is taking over Gotham and you're like, what fucking where is Superman? He could end this in He's two in a seconds. different city. Yeah, he's <laughs> he could fly at the speed of light. He's in he, he's in a different city dealing with different problems. Yeah. Um but even uh in Far From Home they mentioned that. Talos at the end is like, they keep asking me where the Avengers are. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's always just, they're off doing other stuff. They're busy. Okay. Um, uh, we got Captain America Brave New World, February 14th, uh, 2025. Yeah. Captain yeah. America 4, starring uh, Sam. Fantastic Four, May 2nd, 2025. Fantastic Four is in a year and a half. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's a far. Thunderbolts, July 2025. Blade. Although there's theories that Blade is just not Canceled. happening. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh which is a huge bummer. Uh November twenty twenty-five. And then Avain- Avengers Avengers? The Kang Dynasty, May first, twenty twenty six. So Avengers five. <laughs> what if 1st. they just recast Kang? I don't think they will. Cause there's all these weird I mean, I guess they could, because there's all these weird like multiverse rules where like all Kangs are played by Jonathan majors, but then Mr. Fantastics are different. You get John Krasinski, you get Pedro Pascal. And then we've had, um, there, there are other characters that were played by different people in different universes. Well, all the fantastic fours we had, I guess the Spider-Man I'm talking about the MCU, the three Spider-Men are played by right. different people. They're d- different Peter Parkers. Which we've seen them all together. Yeah. Which so is still so good. fucking cool. So good. That they brought them all together. Oh, that's another one I rewatched when I was sick. Spider-Man, which one? The first one? The No Way Home. Oh. All three oh. of them together. Dude. Dude, you want to know what's the biggest reminder to me whenever I see that? Yeah. Um, What's his name? Alfred Molina? Yeah. Holy shit, he's good. Yeah. He's so fucking good. He's such a good actor. And yeah. same thing with uh, Willem Dafoe. So good. Oh, whatever I, he goes. I, re, I rewatched it. He, Him and uh, Andrew Garfield stole that movie. You think so? Yeah. Andrew Garfield's emotional performance in No Way Home, absolutely incredible. He gave, I think, the biggest laughs of the movie and still the are you okay scene when he, when he catches MJ still gets me choked up. <laughs> Willem Dafoe. When he switches to Green Goblin, is such an amazing. Norman's on sabbatical, honey. Yeah, <laughs> the the yes the 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 transition that he can do on the fly like that is so good. So it's good. so because he does it more than his voice. Yeah, he does it with his face. Yeah, he does that thing with yeah. his face. He does it with his eyes. Yeah, his, his, the intensity of his eyes. He's able to increase it. Yeah, he like. He makes his face more pointy. <laughs> like yes, his the corners of his lips and his like his nose gets pointy. Yes, yeah, so good. He's yeah. He becomes sharper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like non. He's so he does such a good job. He looks more like the mask, <laughs> like the Green Goblin mask. Yes. Like his face contorts to that. Yes. Oh my gosh! But even as just Norman, just a scared old guy, he was so good. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like flips back and forth. Um, yeah, and then the. And Toby was great. Toby, he was just there having fun. <laughs> but Andrew Garfield fucking knocked it out of the park. I almost feel like that was him saying, please, Sony, let me do more. <laughs> Bring me back. 
Give me my third movie, which I still want them to do. I would love Amazing Spider-Man 3. Hell yeah. Are you kidding me? Tom Holland. He's the poster boy. He's the poster boy, but they could be like, man, why not? We'll have two going. Yeah, we can sign off a few million dollars. No, they won't do that. They won't, but they should. What if, oh, you know what they do? Yeah. They do another Venom movie, (laughs) and that's when they pull him in. (laughs) Okay, fine. I think they are working on a Venom 3. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Which, God, that fucking... The, the 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 honey the honey dickin they gave us with venom <laughs> the the post credit scene of venom 2 where he flashes to the mcu and then the post credit scene of no way home where he just fucking goes back yep. <laughs> the end he didn't do shit yep. he just talked to danny rojas from ted lasso in a bar <sighs> but anyway i want to know we're nearing the end yeah i want to know because christmas is coming up yeah um what is the christmas meal that you're planning to have Christmas meal. Yes. Ooh. So the Christmas Eve is going to be at my cousin's house. They have a house on the uh, coast of Connecticut, which isn't really a place I think of when I think of Christmas, but whatever. It, their house is great. So I can't wait. Um, they are doing a brisket and chicken marsala. Like a smoked brisket? I guess. Yeah. They're like a, a barbecue brisket. I'm okay. I'm down for it. Yeah. Very, okay. <laughs> very untraditional, but yeah. Okay. Sounds great. And chicken marsala, also one of my favorites. Okay. Um, and a bunch of people are bringing sides. My fiance is bringing cornbread for the brisket. Um, and then there, I've heard some cool veggie things get thrown out. So that's that. I'm just I'm bringing booze. Um, and then on Christmas Day, my parents are making a roast. So we'll do like mashed potatoes, Brussels sprouts, stuff like that. Nice. I gotta. Nice. I gotta get some beef tomorrow, actually, because we're gonna be doing a rib roast. I think. Yep. Um. Yeah, we usually do fish on either Christmas or New Year's Eve. Yeah. And I think. I think we're gonna do beef. Nice. We're do beef. Nice. But it's gonna be very. I don't know. It's, it's, I'll be honest. I've been so busy at work. Like I don't have the mental or emotional preparation for Christmas around the corner. Cause it's yeah. in like 72 hours or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, I'm not ready for oh, it. Oh, yuck. It is. <laughs> right. Like my, yeah. I, I'm not, or maybe I'm just, I'm just at an age. Where I'm just like, whatever it's Christmas. But for some reason I'm just thinking, oh, Christmas is here. Yeah. Are you feeling Christmassy this year? Not at all. You're not feeling spirit. You got the big tree up downstairs i am downstairs not when i'm in front of my fucking portals of doom (laughs) (laughs) your medium screens Uh, yeah i just i just pointed to my black uh my three black darkened um work monitors monitors. (laughs) you're in we're at your battle station yeah (laughs) exactly um Um, you know what is christmasy though what when i have the opportunity to and i don't i don't often but i have the opportunity to put on a holiday festive hat. Yeah. And I get to be Holiday Santa. <laughs> holiday Santa? I think that one's just regular Santa. What's this? Oh holiday boy. Santa. <laughs> Holy shit. Those are some... total one hockey pants. <laughs> Those are some big ass hockey pants. Thanks, Santa. <laughs> it's exactly what I wanted. God damn. These are hot. Uh, those are better pants than what I have. <laughs> I mean, they look solid. I saw fuck. them and I thought there's no way that's actually Supreme Total Ones in that condition at that price. And then I, I was like, 
I'll send it, whatever. Wow. And then they showed up, and I went, these are actually Supreme Total Ones. I really have to start playing hockey, huh? Well, let's see. What else do you <laughs> yeah, need? All the fucking gear. Try them on. Try them on. Uh, okay, hold on. Try them on. All right, vamp. Vamp. Right now, you're putting your left foot in, and your right foot in, and you're pulling them up over your waist. Do, do, do. And um, if they're tight, it's because you're wearing jeans. Yeah. And when you're not wearing jeans, they fit a lot better. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look at that. Those actually fit exactly how I thought they would. Yeah. These, these fit great. Hell yeah, dude. I'm going to do the same thing I did last time saying I came to visit. I'm going to wear these all the way home. I'm going to walk into the apartment with these. This is sick. Wow, these are like more substantial than I thought hockey pants were. Well, those are literally the uh, best pants of that generation when they came out. Wow. Very cool. Thank you, man. Of course. I always appreciate this, and I really... I really can't wait to use them. I'm very excited to get back into at least skating this year. I don't. I still don't think it's going to be a hockey year. I want to get better at I skating. I mean, you have. Let's review. Elbow pads. Shin I pads. I have skates. skates. I have knees. I have pants. I need a jock. I have shoulders. I have elbows. I have gloves. You're I have a stick. a stick. You have a bag. I have a bag. I you have a hockey jock. socks and a jersey. I need a jock and a helmet. So. <laughs> You're like right there. And huh? that's just, I have to buy my own helmet. And then I just at checkout go, oh, give me a jock too. And then we're done. They're $15 <laughs> yeah, for your jock. Exa- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, for your gift, check under your chair. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, is it really underneath my, my, my chair? Yeah. Oh, am I gonna, should I open this on air? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I had a uh, I had a I had a tough time thinking of what to get you. So unfortunately, I, I hope it's go, just a card. I did go oh, with a gift wow. card. <laughs> that is very nice. Just a card. <laughs> oh baby. <laughs> oh, thank you, sir. Did you go out and buy this card? Yeah, I, I bought it at the. Uh, at a really dingy Dollar General, <laughs> I was looking for some something else, and I walked back the car, past the card section. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I need a card for Dubs," so I got you that Paw Patrol. <laughs> this is incredibly nice of you, sir, and this is also a very nice gift card that we're going to use together at Harbor Freight. At Harbor Freight, yeah. I uh, so you haven't realized something yet about that gift card. I know you wanted to pop my Harbor Freight cherry. I did have to enter the store to buy that, but I promise you, I literally, I, I was walking up in the parking lot. I saw where the register is. I locked eyes with the register. I walked in. I didn't look at anything else in the store. Are and you I just serious? Said, I would like a gift card, please. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, 100%. I did not see anything else in the store. It smelled like a hardware store. <laughs> I saw that there were shelves and it went back very far. Yes. <laughs> but I just said, I would like a gift card, please. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited! And then they're really pushy about uh, the, an account signing like, up for the account. Yeah, the do track you have an membership? account with us? I'm like, nope, I'm all set. I'm buying a fucking gift card, bro. <laughs> and he goes, uh, "Who are you buying it for? Maybe they have a, an account." I'm like, "Yeah, they might." I do. But I do all, have an account. I'm all set. And he goes, "What's their phone number? Let me look it up." I'm like, "No," because <laughs> I'm like, "He's gonna get a notification that his account just bought a gift card. I'm not gonna do that." <laughs> oh um, man. Yeah. So are they always like that? Sign up for the account, please. I'll get yes. fired if you don't. Yes, but th- to be honest, it it it's because they they moved their programs, their tiers of membership to two, where one is now you pay for greater discounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get like 
inside discounts and then you get like premium discounts. Yeah. Um, and then the regular tier is just like you get points or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So uh, I think that's I'll probably sign up for that. I mean, I signed up probably, um, probably going to be frequenting there now yeah. that I'm a, I'm a home owner. Yes. Yes. Um, Thank you. See, I'm excited. I, I figured that amount would make you let you shop like a king at Harbor Freight from what I've heard about their prices. It's going to help a lot with the workbench I think I might buy yeah. when we go. I might be buying a $200 47-inch. All right. Well, that'll be gone in that transaction alone. That'll be gone 100%, <laughs> but it will make it far more affordable, yeah. which would be great. And we're going to go up to that one near me, right? Yes. Yeah. Because that's the only one that supposedly has it in stock. Yeah. And actually, if I'll double check because if it's not, we don't need to go there. Okay. We, we can go to the one that's more in the middle between us. And if it is that one, we should go before I move yes. farther south than you. <laughs> yes. Because right now that's yeah. the one that makes sense for us to go. <laughs> yeah, to. actually. Yeah. We got, <laughs> we'll, we'll confirm after we finish this episode exactly when we're going. Yeah. Um, we also need to confirm it, uh, when for the next episode, because I will be out for a short period of time, so we will figure that out. Oh yeah, true. And then, um, yeah, I'm if this thinking, is the last episode, yeah, if it is before the new year, have a happy, merry holiday, and a wonderful, festive end of year. Can't beat that. What he said. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening, everybody. See you and uh, see you next year. <laughs> yeah, see you. Uh, See you in the next year. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a good one. You feel that about 2024? Absolutely not. Fuck. <laughs> Absolutely not. I sent you a trailer for a movie from A24 called Civil War. That oh, yeah, releases, <laughs> uh, yeah. releases literally around election season. Yeah. Yep. In 2024. Anyway. Anyways. Right. <laughs> okay. See you in the new year. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Dokies. Okie dokies. Okie dokies. What cartoon song are we singing the melody of? Okie dokies. Uh, I don't know. I was just being creative. I feel like it's like Arthur or Magic School Bus or something educational. Get on the Magic School Bus. Oh, not that one then. <laughs> yeah, Magic know. School Bus was more like 90s. That weird blend of 80s dance. Yeah. In 90s pop. Yep. Yep. It's that. Where they didn't really figure out what music was going to be like in this decade. Yeah, but yet. they made everything <laughs> dancey with the old 80s instrumentals, but with a 90s edge. <laughs>